Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by PNC Bank. Coming up on NBA Today, we have the latest on Anthony Davis's status after leaving last night's Game 5 against the Warriors. How worried should the Lakers be if he does, in fact, miss time? We discuss, and it is winner go home for the Celtics and the Suns tonight. We check in on both teams ahead of their biggest games of the season. Plus... Jack Harlow, he is here in studio. We talk about his new movie, White Men Can't Jump. Do not miss that. NBA Today starts right now. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by PNC Bank. I, I, I get to be joined by a couple of champions today. Danik Green, Kendrick Perkins, yeah. Malika Andrews here with you for the next hour. And you all have what? Four combined championships? Yeah, he, he got majority of them. I've been lucky. I've been lucky. Yeah. yeah, he got majority. Okay, well, if you guys have four combined, let, let's shift to a couple of people who have four rings each. Steph Curry and LeBron James, they were going at it last night in the Bay Area. And, Perk, you said you thought the Warriors could get this one done, and they came out firing on all cylinders. Absolutely, and it was led by Draymond Green. But I thought the tempo that they played with was unbelievable. That You see LeBron James knocking down the three-point shot and keeping them in the game early, but it was just too much. I thought the Warriors did a great job of pushing the pace, and here it is right there. Look at them. Got them doing the electric slide or the <laughs> stanky leg. Which one you want? A little Steph bit of Curry both. In a his bag, like he got fries at the bottom. LeBron James had a team high 25 points, nine rebounds for the Lakers. The Warriors, they were up 11 at half, but watch Kavon Looney here as mm. he's fighting for the rebound. He hits Anthony Davis in the head. Davis would exit the game and he would not return with what the team described as a head injury here. Let's take one more look at that. Davis getting examined. He would stay on the bench for a bit, but then would walk back to the locker room with a bit of assistance. He was clearly shaken up. And then from there, Danny, the Warriors just rolled. Well, they did a great job of, of getting their shooters going early. Um, not only the pace, Dray Draymond obviously led the pace in transition, but getting Clay involved, getting Jordan Poole involved, they're going to need those guys they know if they want to win this series to win on the road game six in uh, Crypto Arena. For those guys, they need them to score. Um, defensively, they're always pretty solid, but they want them to score. Curry, game high, 27 points. The Warriors get the win in this one. Let's take a listen to LeBron James on Anthony Davis after this game. I didn't see the shot. Um, I just seen the aftermath, but, you know, um, the medical team seems to say he's, been, he's doing better, so, you know, that's what matters the most. Obviously, everyone saw he took a shot to the head, but he got just checked in on him. He's doing, seems to be doing really good already, so, um, that's just where it's at. That's the status of it right now. Dave McMenamin, our reporter covering the Lakers, joins us now. And Dave, we, we just saw, right, Anthony Davis, he left Wednesday's game with what the team said was a head injury. So now, 15 hours later, what is the latest on Davis? 
Well, you guys spoke to a source close to Davis this morning who told me that he believes there's not any scenario that he can envision where Anthony Davis does not play in game six. The source added, quote, it's the playoffs. So certainly uh, Davis will be, uh, you know, continue to be monitored by the Lakers. Uh, we're going to speak to Darvin Ham in a few hours, get an update from the coach. The team has off today. They're not practicing. They're not gathering for film or anything of the sort. Let everybody rest their bodies up for this pivotal game six. But things are trending in the direction that we're going to see Anthony Davis back in the lineup on Friday night. Wow. Okay. So no scenario where Anthony Davis does not play in game six. And Dave, the team, they, they never use the term concussion, right? But whenever, whenever we see someone who appears woozy, who needs assistance walking, the natural next question is, does he have a concussion? So what was the scene last night after Davis was struck in the head, Dave? Yeah, Malika, that's the word, woozy. I was told that's how Anthony Davis was feeling when he made his way from the Lakers bench through the tunnel back towards the Lakers locker room and he needed the assistance of a wheelchair. And a part of that was how he was feeling and part of that is just the back of the house at Chase Center is pretty expansive and where they were carting him away to be evaluated uh, was a bit of a trek. And so they had a wheelchair available. He, he took it. He was covering his head with his hands at that point anyway. Uh, and there was an initial evaluation at the arena after the game and uh, I reported last night that there was no mention of a concussion after that initial evaluation so certainly um, as of last night was not put into any sort of concussion protocol and again as my reporting suggested this morning it doesn't sound like uh, the concussion protocol started for him on Thursday morning either. Well, it sounds like Lakers fans can breathe a sigh of relief here. Dave thank you so much for spending some time with us here on NBA Today. So, so that's the Anthony yeah. Davis side of things Perk and this is great news for Lakers for Lakers fans that there is no scenario Dave is reporting that he will miss this game six but there was something else that stood out to you last night. Absolutely, and it's time. And Danny, come on back with me. All this right, is my first it. time in studio with me. Get your bow-legged <laughs> self up. And look, I know y'all see me without a jacket, and it's not because I'm trying to make a fashion state statement or show my physique. It's because it's hot in this damn studio. And I've been preaching about turning on the damn AC, but they don't hit me. So I had to bring my own cold weather. How I'm bringing it? The perk freeze sheet. I'm going to break down two clips, but first, Steph Curry has some words I think we need to listen to before I do it. Draymond, when he's aggressive, especially the way that they're defending our perimeter guys, uh, it gives us a whole nother element. Uh, him putting pressure on the rim and we can pull AD away from the rim and uh, you know, just give him a different look. So we love uh, aggressive wigs. He was that all playoff run last year um, and he showed signs of it. And tonight was the wigs that we want to see every night. So, you know, like we said, coming into this game, we just wanted to win one, give ourselves a chance, uh, knowing that we have a big game six down in L.A. And, and, uh, and, and we obviously need that one to stay alive. Well, we know all the attention is on Steph Curry. The others are going to have to step up and beat him. I want you to watch this. Getting Anthony Davis in the pick and roll. Watch Draymond Green. Freeze! Watch Draymond Green. Knowing he don't want to shoot the three-point shot, Vanderbilt is going to help off of him. What does he do well? Attack the basket, get an and one going through his chest. Run it back again. Matter of fact, Draymond had 20 and 10. Here we go. Another pick and roll with AD. Freeze! Y'all want to pick on Steph? Because he's small, we're going to pick on Dennis Schroeder. 
I am Drew Wiggins, 6'7", then the shooter, 6'1", mouse in the house, daddy ball, and one going to the free throw line. Those two guys were huge last night, and they were the sole reason why the Warriors were able to get game, game five on, at home because of the player Draymond Green and Andrew Wiggins. They were both exceptional. The Warriors entering last night, they were 12 and 5 this season when Wiggins scored 20 or more points. So that should have been an indicator there. You just got a front row seat to the free sheet. How are you feeling, Danny? It was great. He did an amazing job of of breaking down the game. Oh, no. I I love you better than Richard already. (laughs) Danny, I want to get your thoughts on this. What did you see from their backcourt last night? Um, from the Golden State side, yes. they did a great job instead of Draymond pushing the pace, but getting AD away from the, the, the paint, you know, making him play out in the perimeter with less pick and rolls, having Steph in, involved as much. But Steph was more of a facilitator to start, try to get Clay early, get Jordan Poole early, um, you know, get those guys in rhythm because they're going to need those guys to score, uh, knowing that how, how good the Lakers are scoring. And defensively, I wouldn't say they're lacking uh, as were in the past, but, you know, this year they're not as great as they were in the past right. defensively, so they usually outscore people. So they need Clay, they need Jordan Poole, they need Wiggins to score. Draymond, thankfully, scored 20 and 10 for them. That gave him a boost, but next game is going to be tougher in crypto. Draymond came out firing too, right? He set he the did. tempo from the very start. All right, so that was all last night, but let's take a listen to what Steph Curry and company had to say about this series moving forward. The mental preparation is, you know, understanding that we've played well enough down there to have won, you know, both of those games. Accepting, you know, our shortcomings there, but also understanding you know, we can make the necessary adjustments to hopefully get off to a good start in, in game six. Bring the effort and the competitiveness and the same fire we had tonight. I mean, that's the that's the game plan. And, and again, just get lost in the game down there because it's going to be a fun atmosphere. You know, our job isn't done. We're still facing elimination. And we'll be facing elimination for the rest of this series. So, got to have the same mindset. Back against the wall, you got to come out fighting. Last game six you guys played, you, you said you guys approached it like game seven mentality, didn't want to go back to Memphis for game seven. Is that, I assume, the same uh, approach going to this one? Yeah, it's the same. It's so the same. if the Warriors are going to force a game seven, they'll have to pick up just their 14th road win of the entire season. Entering this series, Golden State has won a road game in a playoff record 28th straight series. They won games five and seven in Sacramento. That was in the first round. So bringing in Vince Carter and Brian Windhorst into the conversation. And Vince, I want to start with you here. How can the Warriors carry that momentum onto the road for tomorrow night's game six? Malika, their defense has to travel. Period. Mm. And, and I think when their defense travel and they can get stops, they can get out and, and run. And then that's when the, the Warriors are so dangerous and hard to guard because if Draymond's pushing the pace in transition, you have Gary Payton and Andrew Wiggins going to the rim, you know, putting pressure with the layup as well as Draymond. And then the second layer of that is what? The three-point shooting. Clay coming down on one end, Steph coming down on the other end, or if uh, Steph is pushing the pace. So if they're able to get stops, that's when they're the toughest to guard because the first order of business is stopping the ball or making sure you guard them above the the three-point line. But when Gary Payton is in transition getting layups, how do you guard that? Now, if they're in half court, they need Steph to be Steph. But just the decision-making, I thought he settled a little bit. He Sometimes he let... Biggs, uh, he let Dre, uh, I'm sorry, he let LeBron off the hook and he let AD off the hook by settling for contested threes when I thought he can get into the paint a little more because when he does, collapsing defenses, finding open shooters, that's when they're so hard to guard. Brian? 
Yeah, I think one of the reasons he did that, Vince, is because this is the way the Lakers have been playing him the entire series. They watched him dismantle the Kings on, in Game 7, particularly in that last round, and they were like, we don't want to have that happen again. They have focused their entire defensive energy into keep getting the ball out of Steph's hands, and it has worked for, for the most part, but it didn't work last night. One of the reasons it didn't work last night is Andrew Wiggins had his best offensive game of the series, 25 points. It was a huge difference to have Wiggins that aggressive and that involved. And then we had Draymond Green, who has shown more offensive firepower in this postseason. A 20-point game that is so important with the way the Lakers are electing to guard Steph. And, you know, I think that you'll see, uh, especially in Game 6, they're, they're going to need more of that. You know, Clay Thompson, we always hear about Game 6 Clay. Right. It refers to that incredible performance that he had in 2016. He's had a bunch of big, great road playoff games. He was huge in Game 2 of this series when he hit eight three-pointers. Getting a big game out of Clay would be everything for them tomorrow night. Well, Game 6 Clay may have a formidable opponent here, Brian, because the Lakers are 5-0 and at home this postseason, 4-0 and against Golden State at home. So we'll see if the Warriors can steal one and bring this to a Game 7 back in the Bay. Still to come, though, on our show today, Jack Harlow, the star of the new White Men Can't Jump, he is joining the show in a matter of minutes. Hey, he took my damn green room. <laughs> well, you know, yeah. you, gotta, you gotta give him the best, Perk. <laughs> Plus, we have two elimination games. They are going down tonight. Can the Sixers close out the Celtics at home. Will the Nuggets advance to the Western Conference Finals for the first time since 2021? And Perk, do you have your phone? Yeah, I got it. Take it out. Which team do you think is more likely to force a Game 7? I want to know what you, our friendly folks at home, think. Let us know. Vote now. And we will reveal the results at the end of the show. NBA Today will be right back. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. NBA Today is presented by PNC Bank. Rooted in communities big and small. Let's check out last night's one top play brought to you by Uber One. It's actually a lot of plays. It came courtesy of the New York Knicks facing elimination against the Miami Heat. Jalen Brunson played every minute of this game, Perk, and put this team on his back. Absolutely, and it started from the jump, but this is why they signed him. This is why they kept Tom Thibodeau. This is a perfect marriage. But I thought the Knicks overall did a great job 
of setting the tone on both ends of the floor. But the Heat, they do not go away easily, Danny. You just saw Kyle Lowry turning back time. Yeah, they did a great job of finding each other. Even though they didn't shoot the ball well, they created uh, options and opportunities for guys to get open looks from three, which kept them in the game, even though they said they shot poorly from the perimeter. I think that's going to be an advantage for them at home in Miami. <laughs> Look at that pull up. <laughs> Look at that pull up. He's good. Uh, man, good. Team Wag Body in the building. You know <laughs> what I mean? I always like to see when guys with Wag Bodies represent with, for guys like myself. Well, Jimmy Butler has been on fire this postseason. He came back down to earth a little bit. Huge putback there from Isaiah Hartenstein. Big minutes from him, especially when the Heat opted to do a little hack of Mitchell Robinson. And then this hustle play perk. So important. The Knicks, they get the win. Let's take a listen to Jalen Brunson after the game. Things weren't going our way, and um, we were complaining as a team, and then uh, we decided to just, man, we just got to just play through it, and I uh, got to just go through everything and not really worry about all that stuff. And um, we just found a way to keep sticking together and uh, just find a way to get one. They play hard, um, made shots, that always helps. Um, but I just think, you know, whenever we get a lead, we got to build upon that lead and, and do what we came out to do. We did not do that. Um, what you want us to do about it now, that's okay. Now we got to get back home and um, protect our home court. So the Knicks able to extend this series. But, Perk, did they give you any reason to believe that it wasn't just extending the series, that they could actually force a Game 7 and walk out the other side? Yes, okay. yes, because all they had to do was clean, clean up the little things. Like, we talk about the Heat shooting, but they're only shooting around, what, 32% for the series. But it comes down to guys like R.J. Barrett and Quentin Grimes. And I can't praise Jalen Brunson enough, not because his ability to go out there and get a 38-piece, but his ability to, and his leadership to rub off on R.J. Barrett. I saw R.J. Barrett attacking the basket. I saw R.J. Barrett getting defensive stops on Jimmy Butler. That's the leadership of Jalen Brunson. And, yes, they can force a game seven. I don't think they can. I think oh. it's over. Um, they were in the game. Miami was in the game all game with a mediocre Jimmy. I don't see, we another, see another mediocre Jimmy in Miami. And the way they shot the ball very poorly from the three-point uh, perimeter, I don't think they shoot poorly at home in Miami. So I think this series is over. I think Miami takes it at, in at home at six. And Jimmy's going to have a, a Jimmy game that he does usually have in the playoffs. Well, well, you know what they say. When two men disagree, the next word is bet. <laughs> well, a Jimmy coming down to earth is still 19 points, but yes, 5 of 12 from the field. Vince, where do you fall on this? Uh, I, think, I, I don't think the Knicks can win, but oh. I, I, I think the Knicks can win on the shoulders of Julius Randle. And I think Julius Randle, to me, is the make or break for the Knicks in wins and losses because when he when they win like we saw last night he was aggressive he was engaged he was making the right play he was attacking didn't settle for anything when he's not making shots when he's turning over kind of gets in foul trouble we kind of lose them and he goes off the reservation a little bit and then they just you know regardless of Jalen Brunson who is the best player on their team like you said he is the best player but they still need Julius Randle because when he's on the floor but not engaged that's just a body out there that not giving them anything. So, yes, I think when Julius Randle plays like this, they have a chance. So, but if they do not, so, see you later. So, so, so Vince, I, I'm a little I confused. Yes. I'm a little confused, <laughs> and I'm yes. always confused. You I said yes. Yes what? Yes, that they can win yes. or can't force a game seven? What yeah. does it say? I'm hearing something Did different, Did Knicks make the series five? Yes. 
What I heard from my fellow Tar Heel brothers that it's a possibility, but he doesn't think it's going to happen. He yeah. thinks if Julius shows up, that the Knicks can win, but I don't think he thinks there they are going to win. There's a whole lot of hints. So I think you're agreeing with me there, Vince. I think you're agreeing with me. Vince, no, we don't straddle the fence. I knew Malik was going to say that, so that's why I said yes. Okay, I do appreciate it. I do appreciate it. All right. Well, the Knicks, they were able to at least stave off elimination, but who is more likely to do so tonight? Get your phone out, Perk. Are you ready? I'll ready. And the QR code. Let us know which team do you think is going to force a game seven. Kevin Durant? Devin Booker, the Suns, or is it Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and the Celtics? Oh, wait, we have a voter already in studio? Jack Harlow letting us know who he thinks is going to be forcing Mike a game seven coming with his arms out and stuff. Showing, showing off the arms. Yeah. Showing off the guns. Showing off in front of you, Perk. <laughs> we'll be right back with Jack Harlow. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Who's Jack Harlow? Who's Jack Harlow? You better get over that fast. With the four-point shot. What are you seeing out of Jack Harlow here. He told me he was going to turn up. He said this meant a lot to him. Look at him. Look who is here joining us on NBA Today. It is Grammy-nominated rapper, actor, Jack Harlow there in the go. building. There Jack, thank is. you so much for spending a little bit of time with us. Thank you. Thanks for having me. What's Sun's up? out, gun's out. I know. Perk, you, you left up, this outfit guy? at home? How are you? Uh, I'm just Perk. saying, why you got to come sit next to me and show me out? No, this is good. I like I like this. This is, this nah, is a good pairing. I did this for you. So, we're really lucky today. I, I think, yeah, we, we might need to do a little swap after the show. But not only, Jack, <laughs> did your new album, Jackman, debut as a number one hit, but you're also making your acting debut in White Men Can't Jump that starts streaming on Hulu on May 19th. Tell us a little bit about the movie. What you want to know? <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what was the most fun part of filming it? Hmm. I think building that camaraderie with everyone on set mm. was a good time. You know, day after day. It was like the first time I felt like I was at school again. You know, you just show up every day, you're not in charge. People are telling you what to do, but you have a ton of friends, so it reminded me of school a lot. I liked it. Your character, folks are surprised that you can ball a little bit. Were people surprised at your game? It's not, you just said they were, apparently. <laughs> I mean, no, that's I a, mean, I'm not surprised. A... I could tell you could hoop. But I just want to know, have, you were, weren't born yet when the first white man can't jump. Did you live up to the Woody Harrelson comparison? Yeah, Medill was mine. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, there's no living up to Woody. 
you know, all I can do is try to forge my own path. But no, I wasn't born yet. It came out about four or five years before I was born. In fact, when I got the role, I was like, I should go watch that. <laughs> You've never you seen it before. Seen it. I'll just say what I said. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, then, what basketball characters do you like? What were you watching growing up? Um, I like Morris Chestnut and like Mike. Mm. Low key, next look alike. Go ahead, keep going. No, I just you do look like. I appreciate it. No, we don't need to butter up Perk even more. Perk, do you have a number one uh, fictional basketball player? Uh, you know what? I I, I like Shep, man, from uh, Above the Rim. Mm. Yeah, Shep was different. You know what I'm saying? Morals at the park with no ball. You know what I'm saying? Just, I mean, <laughs> I'm playing it, against it, himself. Yeah, playing against you know, himself. No, a good one. Yeah, I remember them days. You know what I mean? Clarence Withers, Andre 3000, and semi-pro. Okay. Mm. Cool dude. Smooth. Smooth, dude. I, I'm more of a he got game guy. A big shout out to Ray Allen. You know, I always loved his game. He wasn't more, fi he wasn't as fictional of a character as he pretty much played himself. But he got game was my, one of my top movies of how I wanted to go D1 and get the score what? for free. But you know, it's, Ray Allen. It's crazy you brought him up because every time Ray would hit a big shot, we always used to say he never come when you want him, but he's always on time. Always on time. Uh, hey yo, Coach Carter. Girl. Hey yo. <laughs> Jack, I understand oh, that you were a pretty big Celtics fan, so let's talk a little bit about the NBA, and you're sitting next to a Celtics great right here. Do you believe that your Celtics can force a Game 7 tonight? Sure, absolutely. That didn't sound too convincing. Sure didn't sound too convincing. I mean, that's an easy task. I definitely think they can easy, get a Game Easy seven. task? Yeah. It's just Talking spicy. the question is where does, this, where does it go after that? Where does Game 7 go? So well, I think they could, they could definitely pull this out because – they need it. And then game seven, both teams need that. So well, well, let me help you out a little bit. Please They're do. going into Philadelphia, one of the most hostile environments. Yeah. They're going against the MVP, mm. one of the best players in the league. They're it's going against James Harden, who's, who's dropped multiple 40s on them. I need to know what adjustments do they need to make going into this game tonight in order to force a game seven. I need to see more Pritchard. Uh, Pritchard is the answer? I like it. I need more Pritchard. I, I, would, okay. I would say definitely need more bench production. So, yes, Pritchard is one of those guys, but, you know, Brockman's been balling. I need, um, I need Tatum to bring out that dog that he has, okay. which is inevitable. And I need to see Marcus Smart sell some things. Perk, you know what I'm saying? Like when you flop? bring out a dog, what, what, what is that? <laughs> Yeah. yeah that's my <laughs> it was a little something like that. All right, let's do this. One of your new tracks on, on your new album is called They Don't Love It, but I want to see what you love or don't love in right. these statements. You get it? We're going to play a little game here. Y'all ready? I'm ready. All right, let's keep it in Boston. Love it or don't love it, the Celtics have the best duo in the NBA. Yeah, I agree. Peyton Pritchard and Grant Williams is it. <laughs> Peyton Pritchard and Grant Williams is, is, the, is it. All right. Uh, I know you have a connection with Cavs All-Star Donovan Mitchell, so do you love it? He is All-NBA second team. I do love that. I'm happy for him. Not first team? I mean, what are you trying to do to me here? It's my <laughs> yeah, he should I be love first it team, too, but sure. I think he should have got first team. I think he could have been on first team. I, I, so who, I, voted, okay. I voted him okay, first Okay, if that's what we're doing. Who are you taking off first team since you think he should be there? I like him. Maybe shy. I might take off shy. Sh uh, Wouldn't well, catch me saying that. Well, well, I'm actually, He's very good. Well, I'm actually, I'm actually taking off. I already know you're about uh, to be disrespectful. Uh, uh, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm actually taking off Luka. Uh, his team didn't make the play-in tournament, neither all the postseason. He fell having Kyrie Irving alongside of him. And we talked about so many players having empty stats like 
Trey Young, who mm-hmm. led the league and never uh, in the total points and assists last year, never got on the All NBA team and things of that nature. I felt like Luca wasn't deserving of first team All uh, NBA. Okay. Is it because his team didn't make the playoffs. I felt like it wasn't deserving. Your team got to have success in order for you to have be on first team All NBA. So how you uh, feel about Shy making it? I show you. I mean, at least they made the play-in tournament, yeah. and he averaged 31 or whatever His the case may be. year were just. I think up. Fox could have been on first team as well. I got Donovan Mitchell. I picked. Well, how about this? We saw this a little bit in the montage. Scott Foster doing a little rapping along with your hit song Nail Tech. So love it, don't love it. Could he be featured maybe on on a future track? Huh, no chance. <laughs> No chance, but I love that guy. Jeez. That was such a fun video. I loved this park. All right, what, what about this one? Maybe someone slightly more realistic. Damian Lillard. Love it, don't love it. He is the best rapper in the NBA. Fundamentally, perhaps. Okay. I'm trying to think. I, I don't know if y'all know this, but literally everyone in the NBA raps. And I have all their songs in my phone. <laughs> Literally every one of those guys would rather be a rapper. Yeah, that's so, how So I don't go. know, the competition's kind of stiff. But you know, Dame definitely has the most like traditional like, you know, he just is a traditional rapper. So I'll give it to Dame, sure. Right. Okay. We're giving it to Dame. What about this? Let's head to the court. Well, we know white men can't jump, but can they shoot? I want to see if you can. No, we all know white men can shoot. Okay, I hope so. You better be able to shoot. If you can't jump, you better be able to shoot. So let's, let's get, get to the it. court, man. I'm going to challenge you to a game of horse. Yeah, We're going to call it Jack, though. We're not going to call it horse. Good. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I'm not in this. I know that for damn sure. Oh, yeah, you are, Perk. To, no, when it comes yeah, to shoot. Yeah, you Perk, are. Perk, I, I thought you was a shooter. No, no, no. Hey, never was that. I need you to play. No, 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 I'm, I'm actually officiating. You're my only chance yeah. to win this. You're gonna... <laughs> we'll let you go first. So yeah, Jack, you can go first. I still got, you have a shot. Here, here's a... my thing, why am I going against you? And I, not Perk. It, Perk said I'm the shooter here, so. I mean, you, you want me to get go, in this? It's your choice, yeah. it's your court. You really, you really, the, you the really want some of this smoke? Okay, here we go. You really want some of this here smoke? I don't want Danny to participate Well, uh, here's, here's the thing. Get loose, Perk. I didn't here. know we had this much keep time. Keep this. You know what I'm saying? No, you in this too. I'm a, I, I'm a referee. I didn't know we had this much time, but let's get I think Jack gets to go first. I guess I'm rebounding. Oh, you get warm, you gotta get warm. Go in or not? Nah. Do we have a range? No, you don't get a shot. Oh, he's done. You get close. I thought you were going to dunk on it. Oh, See what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? I'm feeling really good now. Go ahead. There you go. Really good. No, you I'm not even getting now. involved with you. Okay, you're you warm involved. now. Go ahead. Get... It's you and me, all right? No one's attacking. I, I ain't going nowhere. There you go. Okay. Uh, all right. Big Perk, you got to give him a post move or something. No, I don't have to back up. A little Timmy off the glass. Oh. <laughs> I, I know what I'm doing. You got a button up. up on. You know, you got to give him a little leeway. He's got a button up on. Now that I know you're tied from anywhere. Good touch. Ooh. Good touch. Shooters bounce. Right here. We got a J. Shooters bounce. <laughs> How y'all put me on the spot, man? There you go. Right. put me on the spot, man? Just make it take You know what I'm saying? You all become a champion folding under the pressure. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> One hand. Do your thing. Ooh. That's how you work. See if he got a little hook in him. Uh-huh. Right there, a little hook shot. We're going to keep it simple. There you go. All I right. was outside the lines now. Come on. Uh-oh. Range. Show off the range, big fella. <laughs> What's the score? It's, it's even. It's even 2-2. Two, two. Is it even? This might be all day. Hell, we don't have all day. I know. I'm, I'm counting down day. to the commercial break. We don't have. Oh. Here there we go. go. Come White on. men can't jump. May 19th on Hulu. Oh, oh can Jack oh. get it before the break? We're heading back. Get one more. In, in Let's get one more before we get out. Here we go. Let's go. Hurry up. Free the line jumper. 
Oof. Oof. You gotta get one perk. I'm gonna get one. Uh. We're gonna keep this going through the break. Jack Harlow, thank you so much oh. for spending some time with us here on Equity Day. I think that's Coming up here on our show, Jack. <laughs> thank you so much for spending some time. Brian Windhorst. Oh, there you go, D. Oh, there it is. Ahead of their elimination game tonight. NBA Today will be back. Ooh, buckets. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The NBA playoffs, they continue on ESPN and the app tonight with a couple of game sixes. Boston and Phoenix both facing elimination. First up, we have Celtics and the Sixers, and then the Suns and the Nuggets. Countdown gets us started at 7 o'clock Eastern. Now welcoming in our NBA reporter, Tim McMahon, who is covering the Suns. So, Tim, let's start here. What is the latest that you're hearing about DeAndre Ayton's status for tonight? Well, I'm certainly not getting a strong sense of optimism, Malika, but he has not been ruled out at this point. Hmm. I'm told he is experiencing significant pain, that it's an injury that typically would take two to three weeks from, uh, to recover from, but he's continuing to go through uh, the, the, the treatment process and that a final decision on his game six status won't be made until closer to tip-off. He is dealing with a rib contusion. Uh, obviously, banging with Joker is not a whole lot of fun when you're fully healthy, you can imagine, uh, with some bruised ribs. So, not optimistic, but not ruled out quite yet. Well, this is a team that is already missing Chris Paul for this game. So Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, they're top five in most minutes played in these playoffs. What are they saying about their workload ahead of this one tonight? They don't want to talk about their workload. Mm. You know, Kevin Durant says everybody's playing 40-plus minutes during the playoff. Basically, why are you out? Why is everybody always asking us about it? Of course, it's not just workload. It's usage rate. But these guys, KD and Devin Booker, they say, look, we don't mind having that kind of responsibility. We don't mind. They're not, they won't call it a burden. You, you talk to Devin Booker, and he, he's talking about, I love this. He's talking about embrace the challenge, embrace the opportunity. They understand they have to play like superstars for the Suns to win, and that's a challenge that they are not only willing to take, but excited about. Okay, so on the other side of things, though, the Nuggets side, Jamal Murray, he is listed as questionable for Game 6 with a non-COVID illness. What are you hearing about the likelihood that he plays? Yeah, there's a bug going through the Nuggets right now. They cut shoot-around short this morning in large part because Murray wasn't feeling well. I am heard, though, or I do hear, though, that he is optimistic about being able to play tonight, but certainly under under the weather, uh, certainly won't be feeling 100%. 
Okay, Tim, thank you so much. Enjoy tonight's game. Let's take a look at DeAndre Ayton and Jock Lawndale, who's seen a little bit more action since game three of this series. That's in lieu of DeAndre Ayton. So look at this. Since then, the Suns have a net efficiency of plus 27 with Lawndale on the court. They have a net efficiency of negative 20 with Ayton on the court. Interesting there. So welcoming back Vince Carter. Vince, you heard the mindset for Phoenix heading into tonight, but what do you think the Suns actually need to do in order to force a game set? in there. Well, first and foremost, Malik could play those guys 43, 44, 48, right. whatever you need to do to get a win. But uh, for sure, uh, uh, KD and uh, Book have to be the catalyst in this, and they have to get it done, be, uh, be aggressive from start to finish. But they're going to have to find someone else from their bench to give them something. Maybe it's multiple guys. You know, Terrence Ross and, 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 and Shaman are shooters. So if those guys, if you, if you can get shooters to start knocking down shots, it opens the floor up and you can't just sag off of them. Uh, uh, campaign possibly. Uh, TJ Warren, they have to find someone else. They have to have a third guy to play well to kind of offset what the Denver uh, Nuggets are doing because they have guys. Obviously, Jokic is playing well. Porter's playing well, and, and obviously Jamal Murray. It all goes down in game six at 10 o'clock Eastern right here on ESPN. Vince, do not go too far, but have you gotten your phone out yet, VC? Have you voted? I want to know I've what you voted. and the people at home think. Who is more likely to force a game seven? Is it the Celtics perk? Is it the Suns? We will reveal the results of this QR code later in the show. You go reveal my results too later in the show. <laughs> talk about a lot of stuff that's happened in this series that could have went the other way and it didn't. Smart didn't get it off in time. We got to muster up whatever we got left to be better for game six. Always need a little more. Now you hear the bluebirds. You've turned them against them. I'm not feeling pressured now. And the Celtics appear to be falling behind in this series three games to two. We've been in this position before and we're a confident group because we've done it. We know what it takes. More effort. We got more. We know it's a The Celtics, they face elimination down 3-2 to the Sixers, but it's not like they haven't been here before. Just last year, they were in the same position against the Bucks, and remember what happened. Jason Tatum, he dropped 46 in Milwaukee to extend the series, and then Boston, of course, went on to the NBA Finals. What will it take for Boston to reach that level again? Well, Marcus Smart, he has the answer. It's a true dogfight. Scratching, clawing, biting, blood, everything. And if you're not willing to pretty much get dirty, if you're not willing to bleed, if you're not willing to break something, if you're not willing to tear something, going hard, then you shouldn't be on that court because that's what it is. That's what the playoffs about. You know, hopefully you stay safe. But that's the mentality you got to go. You got to be able to risk it all for these games. And uh, that's the mentality we got to have. Bringing Brian Windhorst into the conversation. All right, Brian, your thoughts on this Celtics team heading into game six. Yeah, Malika, you just talked about Jason Tatum last year. I don't think this is the same situation. Hmm. Tatum is obviously their leading scorer, but he is maybe not the best option, even though that's the way the Celtics have been playing. So Tatum has taken 20 more shots in this series than Jalen Brown, and I'm not sure that's the direction they need to go here in Game 6. Jalen Brown is shooting 57% from the field, but there have been whole quarters where he hasn't even come close to shooting the ball. The difference that the Celtics need, maybe need to make here is to go to Jalen Brown more. He has a better matchup against the Sixers' defense. The Sixers have a couple of guys 
guys who've been successful on Tatum throughout the season. They don't have that good matchup for Jalen Brown. So look to see if the game plan is to not have the differential in those shots like we've seen the last few games. Hmm. All right, Perk. I need a percentage chance of the Celtics being able to force a game seven here. How optimistic are you? Well, I'm not going to give you a percentage chance, and I'm going to say that the Celtics has played with fire long enough, and tonight they're going to get burnt. And Marcus Smart talk about a dog fight. Well, his dog's on the other side as well in Philadelphia. And when you look at Joel Embiid, we talk about risking it all. This guy's out here, and he's playing injured. And we're watching them chase down blocks. This team has confidence. Tyrese Maxey got his confidence and got saw the ball go in in game five. This environment is going to be hostile, and I believe Philly understands the moment. We heard Joel Embiid talk about how, you know, he came so close to reaching the uh, conference finals and how it's on his mind. We saw what he did in Boston. Imagine what he's going to do in Philly. Role players are going to play better at home, and this is what happens when you play with the game of basketball and be inconsistent for us, the Celtics. Tonight, I got Philadelphia actually winning this basketball game okay. and closing this series out. Well, this isn't the only elimination game going down tonight. The Suns also facing elimination down 3-2 to Denver. They'll be at home where they won games three and games four. This one is going down tonight on ESPN as well. So, Brian, any words of wisdom here for the Suns tonight? Yeah, obviously they've got potentially a change in that starting lineup with Jock Landale playing instead of DeAndre Ayton. That should help them defensively, but offensively they need more, especially if Ayton is out. Without Ayton and Chris Paul, you've got two of their top four scorers gone. That means more than ever they need support off of that bench with shooting. Landry Shamit was able to do that in game four. Playing at home, he is a guy who is going to get open shots. Also, Terrence Ross has played well and shot the ball well at home. The Suns are going to need points. It's a basic need, but they are badly in need of getting some of that support. It would also help Phoenix if Jamal Murray, who was questionable with an illness, uh, wasn't on his game either. Hmm. Danny, are the Suns going to push this to seven? I don't think so. Um, I think it's over, but it's all up to seeing if Jamal Murray's healthy or if Aiton. We don't know who's in or who's out. Um, I don't think Phoenix has enough with, with Aiton being out. Um, they need scoring, like Wendy said. Their bench production has been good some games, but it hasn't been consistent. But they need more from Terrence Ross. They need more from Landry Shamit, uh, TJ Warren. Those guys have to score uh, because they shoot too many mid-ranges. But Lindell and, and Bismack Biombo, I think, are good pieces, but I don't think they're enough for Jokic to get this done at home. Well, well, I mean, with eight in the lineup, he hasn't been much of help either. So, I'm, I mean, I'm looking at the role players, and I believe what Shamit, last time they played at home in game four, I think he had like 20-plus off the bench. Big game. T.J. Warren made knock down some big shots. And Kevin Durant did not play well in game five. I believe he will bounce back tonight. I think the adjustment – that Monty needs to make is to put Kevin Durant more on the ball and make him that point forward and let Devin Booker play more off the ball so that he could be able to attack and get downhill. Brian, are you looking at one of these two series as having more of a chance to get to a game seven? Yeah, you know, the Celtics... The Celtics are six and one after losses the last two postseasons. I, uh, I have seen them do this time and time again. I know that Perk is right. They're not the same defensive team that they were last year. They're the tenth best defensive team in the playoffs this year. Last year they were the second best. I sat here with this team last year, Malika, through the three series I covered and watched them go three and one in mm. road games after losses, two and zero oh in road elimination games. 
considering they're going to have their full complement of players, I think they got a better shot of Phoenix in extending the series. Better shot of Phoenix. I know Perk just heard I'm right and then <laughs> and no. sat back in his hey, chair and was Wendy's, happy. Wendy's my guy. You know that. Brian Winhorse, thank you so much yeah. for spending some time with us here on NBA Today. So Brian thinks that potentially the Celtics have a better chance. But what do you think? It's your last chance to vote. Let us know which team do you think is more likely to force a game seven. Is it the Celtics? Is it the Suns? Vote now and we will reveal the results in just 60 seconds. NBA Today is presented by PNC Bank. Rooted in communities big and small. We asked and you all delivered. Which team is more likely to force a Game 7? Let's see what you all had to say. The Celtics, 60-40, are more likely to force a Game 7. America has spoken. Perk, do you agree? No, I don't agree. I don't care what America got to say. When they go right, damn it, I go left. And I'm (laughs) telling you right now, I'm rolling with the 76ers. I think Phillies, I want my boys in Phillies to get it done. I think Boston has the best chance to do it, but I don't think we see any Game 7s in, in this second round. Oh, you don't think we see any I Game 7s? So you think but Boston has the best it done, chance. Lakers get it done, we're, we're just going straight across, no Game 7s. I want Philly to get it done, but Boston has the best chance of forcing a Game 7. Okay, Perk? Yeah, I mean, I think the Suns force a Game 7. I think Kevin Durant get out of his hole. He come out firing tonight. I believe he's going to be fired up. And look, no DeAndre Ayton. I love Biz Mac, Biombo, and Landell end up mixing it up, getting okay. physical. It's going to be rowdy in there. Deep book coming with it. Well, they say the playoffs is where amazing happens, right? So on May 11th, we have had some all-time great NBA moments. Let's take a little trip back here on what has happened on this date. I know I better be up here. Starting in 2007, the oh. We Believe <laughs> Warriors, baby. Baron Davis threw down a nap oh. dunk. It's one thing to throw down a nasty dunk, but it's another thing to do it on a great shot block. And then pull your jersey. <laughs> what about this? 1980, Dr. J. I wasn't born. Um, I wasn't born. Me neither. It's so, uh, still iconic. But it's still, yeah, it's still iconic. I wasn't born. Hang time was unbelievable. Yeah, absolutely. And then on this date, May 11th, 2023. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Harlow being pert and Jack, not horse, but Jack. Are we more likely to see uh, this tonight? I mean, what's tonight? going on here? Oh. Was it just too warm in here for you? I mean, I think so, it was a tie in the button up. It's hard. Yeah, it's a lot going on. I got the mic on, the, you know what I'm saying? My IFB, it's a lot holding me back. You know yeah. what I mean? I gotta be relaxed no. in order to get my. There, there's yeah. a whole, the whole lot of there there. So I'm just gonna, we're all just gonna move on. We're gonna revisit the top story of the day. Our Dave McMenamin started this show by reporting that Anthony Davis, there is no scenario in which he is going to miss this pivotal game six. Your final thoughts on that, Perk? Oh, I love it. And, and I think Anthony Davis heard all the laughter, heard everybody making jokes about him. And I think we're going to see what you call him, always dominant. Always dominant. He's going to be Absolutely he's going to dominant. be dominant in Game Six. He's going to be dominant in Game Six. Yes, I think he's going to come back with an edge, um, especially coming after a loss and people on social media uh, making fun of him, which they shouldn't because we don't know what the angle yeah, from the top is a head injury. It's serious. So you know he he took a, a hard shot, but I think he comes back, takes it to heart, and then comes out with the edge, and you'll see a dominant AD in Game Six. So that's the games tomorrow. What are you keeping an eye on most tonight? Your number one key for viewers at home. Danny? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, I, I'm looking at the, the pace of the game. 
the pace of the game is going to dictate what happens and who wins uh, the series. So um, we'll I mean, see. What especially when you're talking about the Suns versus the Nuggets, because yes. they play two entirely different yes. strategies there. So I'm, I'm seeing the pace of the game, and seeing obviously the bench production has always been the number one thing for teams in the playoffs. Whoever has the best yep. bench production is going to win the it game. So I'm seeing what Phoenix like bench can do, and seeing what the bench production from other teams can do. So that will dictate. Like the what? Who are you predicting? We need like a little perks pep talk. Who are you predicting tonight? I Go. think that the Suns are going to. No, I think Denver's going to get it done, and I think that I think Philly's going to get it done. I'm with Danny Green on this one. Do we have a pep talk for the Celtics to go off? No, no, I don't. You're going with Philadelphia. I don't. I gave them a pep talk all season long. They ain't listen. That's going to do it for us. Enjoy the games tonight on ESPN, and we will see you tomorrow.